contains mature subject matter. Including maladjusted youth, masochistic hillbillies, and the excitement of the price is right. It may be deemed inappropriate for our younger viewers. Viewer discretion advised. I would like, if I may, to take you on a strange journey. <laughs> I'll give you a choice. I could put on these glasses or start eating that trash can. You maniacs! What is a man? When we are successful, we will be. We had a real chance with this about this country is if they, they, we, they, they talk about how we have freedom of choice mm -hmm. you know we have freedom of choice yeah uh, very limited it's an important thing limited choice uh, two political parties essentially two uh, big media companies five mm -hmm. six max yeah yeah oil companies down to three now I think mm -hmm. overall three or four uh, banks the big banks the big brokerage houses the big accounting firms all of the things that are important reduced in choice mm -hmm. newspapers in a city how many used to be three four now it's one or two that are owned by the same people, and they also own a radio station right. and a TV station. <laughs> but jelly beans, 32 yeah. flavors. Yeah. Ice cream, all the things that don't matter. The the unimportant things, a lot of choices. Yeah. And you know what I say? You, you, your choice, you know what your freedom of choice is in America? Paper or plastic. Yeah. That's it, man. It comes down to paper or plastic, cash or charge, aisle or window, smoking or non-smoking, yeah. Coke or Pepsi. These are your choices. <laughs> Everything else is kind of laid out for you. You get to do what they really want. They do what they want. The yeah. ones who own this country, they do what they want. And out of the two behind the schemes you could choose from, this is the one to listen to tonight because it's episode 41 for April 19th, 2021. It's me, Lavish, and we got a special guest tonight. It's a friend and coworker from the old normal. I'd like to uh, present Alex to everybody tonight. How's it going? Oh, it's good. Thanks for the introduction. Yeah, yeah. It's it's been yeah. a while since we've actually like conversated in in, I in know. person. <laughs> Yeah, other than a little bit here and there online, it's been like a year, so. I know. Uh, Lavish, how you doing, bud? No, I'm doing very swell this Monday evening. Uh, it's a bicycle day today, which, uh, if you didn't know, it commemorates the day that uh, LSD was accidentally invented and consumed for the first time. Um, Ooh, so tomorrow's Hitler's birthday. That's right. Wow. That's right. <laughs> and it's 420. We're jam-packed full of uh, all sorts of shit, which is actually Lots kind of activities. So it's 419, right? For the LSD birthday. That's right. Called Bicycle Day. That's interesting um, because we actually have a donation for tonight. A very own brand new Freaks of Hazard showed up and it's Servo at $9.99. He uh, donated mm. to us. We're a value for value show. So we just put this stuff out in the airwaves and hope you guys enjoy it. And if you do find yourself enjoying it, consider sending in clips, show art, music, whatever the fuck. 
whatever whatever of is of value to you you know support independent journalism <laughs> that's right we'll get this weird shit on the mainstream deal um i like 9.99 if you invert it it uh, is 6.66 i'm sure that's just a coincidence though oh yeah and uh, actually i speaking to synchronicities this is the without even thinking about it or knowing this is the iso that i pulled for servo Today, a young man on acid realized that all matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness experiencing itself subjectively. There is no such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Here's Tom with the weather. So that ended up being kind of perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bill. Thanks, Bill. And now to the weather. On now to the weather. Uh, our tarot card for tonight from the Tarot Day Marseille is the Emperor card, which is another synchronicity just right off the bat. Uh, it's stability, domineering father, power, basis for all constructions, material energy, support, influential man, power over the material world, spouse, sexual potency, head of the family, patriarchy, soothing force. And we must tear him down. And that was that. You can check out yeah. that tarot card at, uh, in our chats, behindtheschemes.com. It's the green room. Pop in there, the show notes. Down, down with the patriarchy. <laughs> okay, wait. I do have a legitimate question, though. How do you get into the show notes? Uh, I'm gonna actually drop them again because it won't uh, it won't load messages from before you joined on. Oh, okay, that explains. Them. Yeah. And I got kicked out of the room, which I'm gonna have to get figured out. So I'm actually <laughs> having to use our Discord, which I know Lavish, you just joined in there, but I'm thinking realistically, it might be time to get rid of it as quickly as possible before uh yeah discord you mean yeah discord is i don't like discord i never have i use it for some things because i have to but if i could i'd be on this irc shit for everything <laughs> oh yeah i oh, mean yeah. realistically i just want a place where we can share links and clips and stuff categorize them mm -hmm. so uh, we're looking at some things with Metis, which might facilitate that. So there's always exciting shit to come. Oh, yes. Uh, in that regards, let's let's get in tonight, Alex. Uh, yes. It's it's been a year since we last conversated last since we last saw each other. Yeah, uh, we were still in the thralls of the pandemic. Um, <laughs> thralls. <laughs> surge <laughs> after surge after surge. <laughs> The constant surging. Remember the Sienna death counter? That was good. That was my favorite. Oh yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's, it just doesn't stop. I, I, you know, realistically, I guess I don't, I don't really know if they're still going with it or not. They're not. What? It's bullshit. Yeah, basically, like right after Joe Biden took office, the death counter stopped. And the WHO came out and said that the you got to watch the cycles that you spin up these PCR tests and. Uh, I, I guess I guess we want to know like how um, how much have you been paying attention? I guess to uh, how you much know, have you been invested? I would say uh, one of the best parts about moving across country in the middle of a pandemic 
um, was being able to actually just kind of shut out a lot of like the news aspect. I mean, you move somewhere new, you don't know a whole lot of people. It's a lot easier to kind of continue life in businesses as, as usual without really having to like constantly pay attention and talk about stuff like that. So I would say mm-hmm. that my attention to the happenings in the world is like, uh, I'm far less informed, but it's by choice. If that makes any sense. For sure. You know, it just, okay. it ultimately, there is just that point where it's healthier to unplug. It is. And I think that's the biggest thing. It's like, you know, yeah, of course I want to be informed and know what's happening in the world. But when it's being like shoved down your brain, like crammed down you the entire time and it's just chaotic, it's just like, it's too exhausting. Can't it just keep never up. Ends. Yeah, exactly. It's just constant, constant. You constantly feel like you're being bombarded, psychologically abused. So yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. Like, I think most people feel that way to some, some you know, degree, some more than others. Yeah, I would say some to some degree, but I kind of feel like I feel like more people are more aware of it now than maybe mm-hmm. they had been. But, you know, I don't know, not to be like pessimistic, but I think there's a lot of people that actually just don't recognize it and don't care. Mm-hmm. Or sure. if anything, they went deeper. They yeah. Just, they, yeah, they, they just approached even down. harder and like embraced even tighter. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is terrifying <laughs> yeah <laughs> I would say so uh, so, so you, you moved uh, do you mind me asking uh, which direction you moved in east you moved east nice yep went east I went east and uh, kind of smaller town so it's a little bit more quiet it's nice nice enjoy beautiful. it yeah, yeah. certainly feel like it's uh, getting ready to pop off here again, but we ended up moving um, outside of, uh, we're probably 25 minutes from downtown, half an hour to get to the uptown area. Uh, so you guys in South? No, uh, it's the, um, it's like heading towards, uh, God, St. Cloud or something. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So. Well, that's nice. Moving is always fun. Especially if you get out a little out of the city a little more. Yep, I, I think that's going to be a trend coming up over the next couple of years. Because I mean, not only not only do you get the just the I don't know. I'm I'm almost at the point where I I can't help but think of it any other way than an insurgency to some degrees. But it's like a it's like a LARPing insurgency where I feel like people are trying to start a revolution, but it's just play tend to a big degree and with uh, with the 2021 being pretty much what people wanted i i don't really see i don't really see the state government standing up for much uh much prolonged protests and like they did last year so they'll just turn around yeah. and stamp yeah. them out and fucking you did your thing you did what we needed you to do go back home watch tv yeah yeah, I mean that's exactly. I I mean at least that's what I see it as. It's it's pretty obvious that the chaos was allowed to happen to try to keep pushing, um, you know, Trump out of office. 
exactly. uh, to stack the cards against him, so to speak. And now that he's gone, uh, they're not, they're going to start locking the whole situation down. I mean, from what it sounds like, I mean, granted, like most of my social media is still all people within Minneapolis area. And, you know, from what I gather, it's basically military occupation right now. So, I mean, they're not going to let what happened last summer happen again. Yep. Well, I guess. Summer before. Uh, It's been rioting for a little bit now. I mean, before the the big mini riots, I mean, those are obviously huge, but. I feel like they've been doing shit for a couple of years now. And now now they can be the law and order party, just like, you know, they always said they weren't. <laughs> yeah, right. The the hypocrisy in, in the Democratic Party is so exhausting and it totally blows my mind how people are either intentionally in denial of that or um or they're just like that naive. I don't I don't know which one it is. Yeah, combination of both. Yeah. No doubt. Well, uh, I mean, that's that, that kind of falls right into line with some of the stuff we for sure wanted to touch on tonight. I mean, there's the you got some vaccine passport. I know we were talking about back and forth um, the lockdowns. Uh, there was a specific movie you had mentioned, um, which the uh, all of my clips that I've got are from The Hunger Games. So is there a particular direction you want to touch on first? Um, I don't know. I guess like maybe let's start with Vax passports because that actually is somebody who is looking to traveling like internationally and abroad for a number of years consecutively like that probably would affect me the most. Um, so maybe let's start there. Yeah, well, uh, Freedom Pass, what's well, not the love? Papers, please. <laughs> yeah. Um, I mean, it's Patriot Act 2.0. Like if anybody, how could you not see that coming? And it's pretty ridiculous. I think that, I think Russell Brand actually probably said it best where he's just like, you know, there's larger picture at play here. He's like, you know, what's going to happen with, it's not even just about, I mean, well, we all know it's not about our health, but it's data collection, you know, besides the fact that you have all these different, um, less wealthy, um, you know, a lot of, uh, communities, more minority communities, um, obviously for obvious reasons, less trustworthy of the government that aren't going to be okay with this. That's who it's going to impact the most, you know, and, uh, you know, data collection, it's you know, what are you going to do with it? Okay. Well, you're probably going to open up a bunch of loopholes and, now all of a sudden all of our medical data gets to start being collected and sold to insurance companies and da 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 and you know the very people that you claim to be helping are going to be exactly the people you're going to be hurting so you know oh yeah and that was uh, something they touched on there's a show that we're all kind of centered around called no agenda um it's it's where it's one of the uh, it's the only place our show is featured streaming um but they had just touched on Amazon is trying to get into the game of, of managing people's health. And they would have these uh, like deployable nor- nurses that would show up at people's houses with their bags and Dude. be able to diagnose <laughs> and treat. What? Never heard it, any of that. That sounds ridiculous. They've gone full Microsoft where they just want to take over the whole world. They just want to do everything. Yeah. yeah. 
you f- you get fed through your Amazon tube. It's fucking nuts. You ever remember like when you were a kid in like grade school? I mean, at least I did. Where it was specifically taught in like civics or like social, you know, social science or whatever studies that um, Amer- America doesn't allow monopolies. You guys ever remember being taught that? Oh we don't, yeah. We don't allow mon- monopolies to happen in this country. Well, that's that's interesting because we're basically a country of everything, everything it's monopolized. All <laughs> that's all it is. But there's yeah. a there's a couple of choices. There's a couple of choices. Come on now. Yeah, you get like, Coke and Pepsi. <laughs> yeah, right. Both choices. We got both kinds of music here. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, you're right. So. I mean, that's what it is. And, you know, what's interesting about the Vax Passport is it's actually not the medical industry, the one that, you know, it's not scientists and doctors pushing for a Vax Passport. It's tech companies. Big tech is pushing for that. Mm -hmm. So it's just kind of like, what about the science? I thought we were, I believe in science. Well, it's interesting how it seems to be the technology industry is the one pushing for this, not the you know, medical science industry. Oh, I lost it. Damn it. What? The green room again? No, I got a big old ISO board, but I lost my shun the non-believer ISO. (laughs) Mm. It's kind of our science is your new religion and fuck your God. (laughs) Science is not a religion. I would say, I would say that there's people that their approach is. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. do. Absolutely. When you're walking around saying, I believe in science, well, the very statements of that proves that you don't understand the concept of science. Oh, yeah. Walk, walking around, I believe in science. Well, no, you only believe in which science ever suits your opinions. Shun the non-believer. Shun. Shun. Yep. I think you just made a good point that if there was somebody walking around saying, I I don't know about the science thing, that would be more scientific than saying, I I believe in the science. Yeah, that's more scientific than saying, I believe in science. Like, yeah, you already, you, you've already started with the hypothesis. Hypothesis is <laughs> maybe bullshit. Yeah, and then the next step would be to prove how I'm wrong on my own statement, my own hypothesis. How am I full of shit? Yeah, but no, it never goes there. The science is settled. Well, I uh, I actually got some. Do you guys want to hear a little bit of David Icke talk about this very thing, a technocratic auto control? Fucking. Was it from when he was on the Sir Seat Sitter's show, Abs in a Six Pack? Oh, dude, Alex, one of our one of our boys got David Icke on his show. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah these these motherfuckers tear it up. There's uh, we got. Abs in a six pack, bowl after bowl, hog story, fun fact Friday, all sorts of shit. Yeah, all sorts of there's a big lineup for these days, but yeah, we're getting some fun people to come through. We had Nick the Red interview, uh, uh, what's his face, uh, John McAfee. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, <laughs> we get some interesting uh, people to flow through here sometimes. <laughs> John McAfee, really? Oh my gosh, that dude, <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> I feel? didn't even think I didn't even think he was still in the states. He wasn't. He was hiding out in like the Philippines or the or Indonesia or something, and he he zoomed in. <laughs> and then I think he was in prison like six months later. 
Yeah. Rest know, it on the, the story seas. behind, you know, sometimes it's like I read about that guy and I'm just like, how much of this is like, how much of the chaotic stories that you hear is like really truthful? And then how much of it is actually like possibly like demonized? So I don't know. Seems oh, like a yeah. strange dude. Super eccentric, but some of the stories are so ridiculous that I'm just like, I don't know. It's skeptical. I'm skeptical of some of it, so I don't know. <laughs> it's very scientific of you. I know. Well, it's hard to know what to believe and not to believe anymore. I think that's uh, you know by design. Totally. Believe it all and deny it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's, it's, I am the contradiction. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> um. I want to I want to play through some of these acts here real quick. Um, I, I've been saying this for decades, right? So uh, put 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 that in the put that in the background uh, um, as I describe it. Um, I've described this um, wannabe global structure as the Hunger Games society. And if people picture a pyramid, at the top of the pyramid, there's the one percent. This tiny, tiny elite with all the resources, all the control, all the wealth. Um, and at the bottom of the pyramid is basically the rest of humanity in servitude, deprivation, and dependency upon the cult. Remember again, I've been saying this for decades and writing it in my books, not coming up with it now. Right. And between the 1% and the rest of the population is planned to be a vicious military police state to impose the will of the 1% upon the rest of the population and to stop the population challenging the 1%. And you'll see if anyone's watched the Hunger Games trilogy, why I've called it the Hunger Games Society. I mean, he probably could have came up with a more clever name, but there he well, is prophesizing again. Well, I mean, that's just, that's exactly what I said. My husband and I were talking and he's, you know, we're, he was watching the Hunger Games and, I was just like, God damn it, this movie's such a ripoff. But anyways, that's a whole different topic. Um, but yeah, you know, I mean, what you're seeing now with the militarized policing that's been happening over the past decade, um, uh, we're going into not just countrywide lockdowns, but like worldwide country yeah. lockdowns. And that's that's super key right there. Decade, past decade. Yeah, it's been <laughs> happening over the past 10 years. Dude, I went up... Uh, I have a friend of ours had to deal with wildlife police, um, a few weeks ago and the dude walks up like completely decked out in like every piece of tactical gear that you could possibly have on. And I'm like, this is the wildlife police. This isn't like SWAT, but he looked like SWAT. I'm like, dude, you're around freaking busting people drinking and driving their boats and fishing. Right. Unless he unless he came up on a bear that was that was dressed in SWAT gear by drunk, rowdy teenagers. Yeah, there ain't no bear out here. <laughs> <laughs> and even if there were, that's, that tactical gear is not going to save you from a bear. It's going to hinder you. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, well, depending on where the bear bit you, I suppose. But okay, yeah, I okay, mean, I, I see how slow it is. you down. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but no, I mean, the, you know, it started with, I mean, I was a little, I would say that as far as like, 
I was pretty young when Bush was in office. Um, you know, that was high school for me. So, I mean, I wasn't like most high schoolers, probably not really giving a shit too much what was happening in the world around me outside of high school. Um, but, you know, I definitely, after, you know, I graduated and started paying attention, I mean, you could easily see it happening, you know, all through Obama and it continued even with Trump. And it's going to keep continuing with Biden. It doesn't matter who's in office. That's the trend. That's what's happening. And it's totally a two-tier society. It's the, you know, the ruling class and then the rest of us peasants where it's, there's two sets of rules, one set for them and then one set for us. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, and you see that with, you know, the police brutality kind of going on. There was just like, you know, if any normal person had committed equivalent crimes that some of these politicians have committed over, you know, the past couple decades, I was like, most people would still be locked up in jail for it. Um, so it's like, you know, with the housing crash, not a single banker went to jail for that. Kind of got paid for it. Not, yeah. And they got bailed out and they got a nice fat, mm-hmm. like re- retirement check for it. You know, yeah, they, got, nope. they all got a little golden uh, parachutes on their yeah. way out the door. Nobody saw anything like that. And, you know, it's Hunger Games, you know, uh, with, you know, the lockdowns with the pandemic and say what you will about, you know, how legitimate I feel the lockdown measurement really was. Um, it a hundred years from now we're we are literally at the building blocks for creating a similar situation a hundred years from now. You know, mm-hmm. we're head. That's kind of where it feels like we're heading. We're heading into a direction where, like, we're getting really close to. There's no turning back, and that's what the vaccine passport is, in my opinion. I was like, once we go down that road, there's no going back from it. Wow. And future generations, well, I mean, maybe for their sake, it's better that they're brainwashed into thinking that that's a good thing because it's not, and it's shameful that anybody would even be accepting that as reality. Yeah, that, mm-hmm. that's it. I'm fucking right on the head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as far as I'm concerned, once you crack that, I mean, once you open the door, it's you ain't shutting it, and no, stopping. I mean, it's gonna happen. How many? How many? How many generations is a hundred years? Two, three. Yeah. Great. Well, great grandkid, at least, or like, at most. Yep. I mean, even even under the whole like, oh, well, it's temporary. Well, the Patriot Act was supposed to be temporary, too. And that shit's still going on. You know what I mean? It's never temporary. That's how they that's how they try to make an excuse to pass policies like that. They're just like, Mm -hmm. oh, it'll be temporary. It's just, you know, until things calm down. But the really the reality is, is there's never really an end to it. I just thought I just thought of a great permanent than a temporary government uh, program. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. What was that? We Forever wars don't start themselves. <laughs> yeah, Maybe. right. Maybe. <laughs> well, they go. They take the Roman model of of declaring emergency powers, and they just get to do whatever they want as long as they get emergency powers going. Yeah. Oh, Patriot Act. Oh, sorry, terrorists. Emergency powers. Oh, COVID. Oh, emergency powers. You know, <laughs> and then they never give them back once the emergency ends, because the emergency never does end. Yeah, I thought it was. Uh, I saw. I did see something like news clip recently. Biden was doing, I think, some sort of press conference, and he was talking about how the reason that we're in 
Afghanistan was because of 9-11. And I just like had to stop and say, have we gotten this far to the point where like the lies are actually changing for the reason that we're in Afghanistan? Like we're actually just fabricating stuff now. Mm -hmm. Like I'm pretty sure he was in office before 9-11 happened. And from what I recall, we've been in Afghanistan since before 9-11 happened. So, uh, it's just, it's weird. Like the the lies are changing. It's like changing for the new generation. It's like you have a generation of people that's dying off and now the lies are changing to, to benefit whatever the hell we're doing over there. Stealing shit. Basically the poppy fields. It's all about those sweet. So that ties into big pharma. Afghanistan's very important for the opium uh, trade, the global opium trade. Or the opiate trade. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the reason that you had, you know, the opiate uh, issue here in the U.S. Mm -hmm. It's because big pharma is just pushing doctors and pharmacists and, you know, it's all over the place. I mean, I think people really underestimate, like, how much power big pharma really has in this country. And they are solely the driving force behind the fact that we have no government health care. I mean... Mm-hmm. Whether or not you're pro or against, the reality is like big pharma will never allow that to happen because they solely profit off of the fact that we have privatized healthcare. So it's an interesting power struggle because you you see socialized medicine obviously in Europe, and Europe is run by rich fat cats, and then our rich fat cats don't do that; they go the opposite way, right? So you get. What because the social system you can you can profit off of that in a big way. The state can profit off of that in a big way. Yeah. And then with our system, it's the insurance companies that profit, and uh, and the pharmaceutical companies. So I guess the corporate guys win. It's it's well, a, it's interesting to see the varying systems. Well, I think I think that what the connection I think a lot of people are really missing is that 95, 90, I'll, I'll be generous and I'll say only 90%, but it's probably higher than that is that, you know, big corporations are our government. Big tech is our government. Big pharma is our government. All our majority of our politicians are bought and paid for by all these companies. Like, they're not representatives of the people, they're representatives of business interests. So mm-hmm. the United States, I mean, it's not really a joke to say that the United States, the government of the United States is one giant corporation. Sure. The UCA, United Corporations of America. Yeah, pretty much. Mm-hmm. I mean. But just to watch the pharma, pharmacological warfare take on the social and technological warfare through the guise of social media and and throw in a good dash of UBI and you know you create this thing where in order to get healthcare and and receive any sort of aid from the government when they do lock you down because as far as I'm concerned we still got COVID 22 23 24 to look forward to all the way up to 2030 you know whatever that next major step may be yeah um, and we'll have the global economy on, on a lifeline just and just creates over time that dependence, make the the global population dependent on whatever their state is, you know, have no freedom to, to pursue your own profit, to, to pursue your own thing. 
It's a terrifying time. Yeah. I mean, even, even buying your own land is difficult these days. I mean, you have all these, you know, I mean, I'm not really going to get into the Bill Gates and all the land he owns. Maybe another conversation. We've talked about that on this show. He's yeah, like, but he's in the top three, right? I think, yeah, he's in the top three. I think he's, he owns the most farmland. He's the most, he owns he's the, the most farmland farm. in this country. Yeah, exactly. I know that, but he, um, but you have all these people like himself, all these rich, um, rich people that are going around and I'm talking like rich, rich, like Bill Gates, rich going around and buying up all the land that they possibly can. You have all these corporations kind of where I'm at right now. You know, it's interesting to talk to some of the people that grew up out here just because there's a lot of transplants here. And, and, you know, they've even said they're like, you know, and these people are in their 20s. And I'm talking to them. They're like, man, when, you know, I, when we were kids, you know, we there was so much forest area around here. And we just go, you know, take the ATVs out and go mudding. And they're like, and now everywhere that we used to hang out and, you know, have, you know, family adventures and stuff. They're like, they're all like these cheap high rise condos and apartment complexes. Now it's like all the, all the, all this, uh, all this land isn't even getting sold to like the average person, you know, for residential purposes, they're getting, you know, all this land is getting sold to all these corporations to build these cheap complexes and these remote investors. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's sad. Gentrification. I mean, that shit, especially Torin, there's so many spots that I've walked into and I just, it's, it's sort of deja vu, but it's actually happened because you've two separate parts of the country. You've walked into the same area and it's the same chain and it's supposed to look like this little upstart town and it's just a fucking transplant. It's a carbon copy of the other place. Yeah. You know, there, there's a. God, what, what's the one over here? I can't think of any specific ones, but especially with all the lockdowns now, I mean, who's going to buy up all the businesses that have shuttered? Only goes uh, one direction. Exactly. Fucking McDonald's will. <laughs> McDonald's will buy that shit up. You'll see a McDonald's in every corner in 10 years. You know, I got to say something about McDonald's, though, man. Like, it used to be, you remember when McDonald's actually used to be cheap and they had like a dollar menu? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I remember when they were actually cheap. Yeah. Yeah. I, no longer. Dude, I went there. Yeah. No, they're not even cheap anymore. And it's like, no. it's like almost ten dollars for one meal. I'm just like, yeah. no, it's absolutely a, ridiculous. A Big Mac and a Coke. It's like, okay, that'll be ten bucks. Man, get that fuck out of here. Ten I know. I was. Bucks. I swung by there the other day, and I was just like, Ugh. I just usually get like one of the breakfast sandwiches if I do stop in. I was looking at the menu. I was like, oh, what's on the dollar menu? It's not even a dollar menu anymore. It's a two, three dollar no. menu. They got a two buck chuck <laughs> menu now. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. Lame. <laughs> Are you okay, boobs? You right? Yeah, it's gourmet. <laughs> it's the Chrysler of fast food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> I still like the, the Big Mac index, though, for if you ever travel, uh, in particular abroad. And you can check, everyone's got a McDonald's, and you can check the the prices at the McDonald's, and it's a pretty good gauge on just, like, what the uh, the dollar value is comparative. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think that was ever going to be anything I needed in my life before, but... <laughs> just ever, you need the stars to navigate the seas, and you need McDonald's to navigate the global economy. So, there you go. 
<laughs> Already then. Um, do y'all want to hear a little more of David Ike speak on these Vax Passes, Freedom Pass? What do y'all like better? Vax Pass, Freedom Pass, Papers, please? The term do, do we prefer? Do you yeah. prefer? Like if we were going to have to like name it like we would a demon if we were trying to capture one. I have no idea. I mean, I guess I think it's all horse shit, so I don't really care what they're called. Oh, fair enough. <laughs> Call them light sheets, enlightened sheets. Oh, like that. light sheets. Give me your light sheets. No, I was, was going to suggest we just get QR codes slapped on our foreheads so that way they can scan your uh, temperature at the same time. I, I agree. I think the most convenient thing is just a nice barcode. You know, on the arm or on the butt. Oh, the butt would be nice. The butt would be nice. <laughs> so you get that little extra, little extra bit of shame in there too. You know? <laughs> it's it's yeah. like the it's like the the great granddaddy version of uh, taking your shoes off at the airport. <laughs> Got to drop your trousers a little bit there, sir. <laughs> All right, Let, let's see it. <laughs> no wait, they, they can test at the same time too. That's how it works. <laughs> I just like the idea that just shine it right through your pants. So they just aim the gun at your butt. And you're just at, standing there at the airport. Uh, Hold still, sir. Bend over, please. <laughs> bend over for COVID-23. Have you seen oh that? Wait, what? Yeah, there's a movie. There's actually a movie. What the hell is that movie? It's oh, about it's I, about COVID twenty three. I, I feel like uh, Adam Curry was talking about it. I I hadn't seen it yet, but I was I, we I think we played part of the trailer and t- talked about it previous show. Looks yeah. pretty nutty. I mean, yeah. I just was like, way to like totally manipulate and play on people's fears. That in the in the uh, Utopia show on Amazon. Another great example. They even had the fucking disclaimer. It's like, you know, this may be triggering for some people. It may be triggering for some people. Paraphrasing. It's trauma porn. It's uh, I like science fiction. But what's sad, you know what? I really enjoy science fiction. It's like one of my favorite genres. But when it starts to feel like the, you know, the real world is starting to feel like a science fiction novel, it starts to get a little freaky. It's not good. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, look, this is supposed to be science fiction, as in like fiction. <laughs> oh, yeah. Not, it's not supposed to. Real life is not supposed to imitate this shit. Like Minority Report. That's what I feel like. After the Vax passports, we're gonna start having like pre-crime come up. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, thought, thought police. Crime. Yeah. <sighs> oh fuck! And those stories are supposed to teach you a lesson. That's the yeah. whole point of those stories is that they're like, don't let this happen to you. Exactly. And guess what we're doing? It's nine o'clock. <laughs> Do you know where your child is? <laughs> oh, my God. He's in bed. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. You got to you just got to plant that seed. You got to just drop it in there. Start warming people up to it. Same with the fucking space doors from Star Trek being on every target. You got you to gotta put that shit out there so people are inspired to. Go and build it. It's the only way it'll work. Um, let's. Uh, I want to. I want to. Let's do this uh, second David Ike clip. 
Now, this um, this virus hoax has created that society to a massive extent, massive movement towards it in literally days, two weeks, three weeks, maybe. And again, if people think that's a coincidence, naivety anonymous life membership. And, and the point being um, that this pyramid, this Hunger Games society, is designed to be controlled by artificial intelligence. This is what all the smart technology is about, the smart grid, the global smart grid. This is what 5G is about. They have to have 5G level of communication um, for this um, AI global grid to um, to function. And psychopaths like Elon Musk will absolutely know that. So will psychopaths like Bill Gates. Um, and so... Um, it's not even a fascistic state, although it, it is experienced like that. It's not a communist state, though it is experienced like that. It's a technocratic state, a technocracy. And a technocracy is defined as a society that is not run by um, elected people. That's all gone. They want that gone. But run by technocrats, dark suits, bureaucrats, um, scientists, engineers, etc., to run the system using um, AI. And this combination now, as again, all this is in my books years and years and years back, this combination now of more and more jobs being taken by AI, we haven't seen nothing yet, and this Armageddon of unemployment around the world as a result of this hoax has created a situation where the population has no has no income. And something I've been writing about for years is that what was meant to happen is now happening in this Hunger Games society is that the population is given a quote guaranteed income, which is a pittance um, by the by the by the the state, the one percent, the technocracy. The one thing that I was really surprised that they were able to pull off is keeping so many live performances shut down for a full year. I guess I didn't really expect for them to go for the circus part of the bread and circus. I mean, the uh, the small businesses being shuttered for sure. I mean, th that Larry show, dude, uh, Sir Seat Sitter, I went and checked that out, by the way. And I'll, I'll make this reference known at a later point in the show, but... That Larry show, his last episode, he's got this crazy tale of a restaurant that was fully stamped down by uh, by the city council. I mean, they ended up fining him, padlocking his door, boarding up his door, boarding up his door and dropping a ton of sandbags and then arresting him for pulling the sandbags away because he was just trying to open his place up in Burbank, California uh, open his patio up to get some business going and they ended up arresting him and installing a fucking wire fence around the thing, drop the, 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 the post into the concrete the, with the whole nine yards. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's fucked. <laughs> well, like, this I'm, is for your own good, sir. Sorry. Well, what's really interesting. It, it will be interesting to see, what kind of comes out of some of these small business owners, you know, cause I know like in LA, the restaurant, the whatever, it's not the union, but it's just like, you know, the restaurant organization that everybody's kind of part of the member of or whatever lobbyist group. But you know, they, they started filing massive lawsuits. They're like, this isn't law. This, there is no law passed here. What you're doing is illegal. Yep. It's and it was mandates. and it was interesting once the recall Newsom stuff started to come up, how quickly everything started to reopen. Oh yeah. So which I kinda wonder what happened. Somehow that flopped. 
that douche. That guy's in power not because he was elected in, but because his family is one of the richest, most powerful families. Well, his aunt is Nancy Pelosi. Yeah, they're all, it's all a big, I mean, it's a, it's a big club. We ain't in it. And that well, that's most football. politicians. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's most politicians. I mean, that's the entire state of California, in my opinion. There's not a single politician in, in office in California, whether it's federal or state, that's not there because their ma- family had money and ties and it's all exactly. networking. They, you know, you can't sit there and not a single person can genuinely explain to me how Nancy Pelosi and Maxine Waters have managed to keep getting reelected in office longer than any of us have been and alive. And Feinstein and... Oh, yeah, oh yeah, Feinstein. Oh, I forgot about her. Chuck <laughs> Schumer. Mean, gee, people forget people- about Feinstein all day long, but I don't. I mean, Feinstein... <laughs> That, that woman needs to probably just retire. All they they all do. It's like you guys have all been in these positions longer than some of us have even been alive. Yeah. Like you're not even relevant anymore. You're just there to like keep the money going in the same families. Well, and you don't know actually how the world works. You're still no. operating in this different time and place. You haven't actually worked in the real world, a real job, you know, for 40 years. And before that, you were in school for 30 years. You know, you haven't done anything. You need to go. Yeah. You need to let competent people run the, run the country, please. I we're know. begging you. Well, it's like when the Nancy Antoinette shit was coming out. And she's like, oh, this is the interview. And she's like, this is how I'm coping with lockdown. You know, we just had our fridge restocked. She's got like two thirty thousand dollars refrigerators next to each other, and she's got probably a couple grand worth of ice cream. She's like, we just got all our favorite flavors of ice cream. I'm like, you have more ice cream in your fridge. You're, the ice cream in your fridge alone is like worth months of groceries for most people, lady. Mm-hmm. It's not like the only you, thing that she keeps in her freezer. Yeah, it's like you your fridge is like worth like a quarter of some people's homes. Like yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like you are so out of touch, it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And they just have dummy money. Some people just there's just so much freaking money in the world. It it blows my mind. Yeah. People operate in this world that just have so much money. Way too much money. Uh it that's the way it is. Yeah. She just keeps clones of herself hanging up on meat hooks in the freezer, and she just That's dark, drinks okay. off of them for eternal life. <laughs> and that's how she keeps her power, we're, power we're in ta- politics. We're talking about the technocracy. Yeah. Uh, I, I've seen Larry Ellison uh, in person. Larry Ellison being the CEO of Oracle and a very wealthy, very powerful technocrat type of guy. And uh, he built this... Uh, tennis uh, arena down in Palm Springs and he goes down there and I swear to God he's cloned his girlfriend he, he's he got this girlfriend and he'll be at the tennis thing with the girl but then there will be his girlfriend will also be at another court and she'll be in Europe so I swear to God and it's all the same time the same week well I just pulled them up so I can see who you're talking about that dude that's like probably got like at least like you know fifty thousand dollars worth of plastic surgery done jesus christ oh at, at least you gotta you got say like a million dollars let's just say a it's million like, dollars his face is like it's just like there's not a single wrinkle on his face it's like Ew. Hey, that perfect would, that would be a cool dive is uh looking at the 
getting plastic surgery or Botox and freezing your facial expressions and then you can't feel those emotions anymore. Nancy. Yeah. Yeah. But hey. <laughs> yeah. No, no, we're not here to kink shame. So no kink shaming on the show. Yes, that would be the antithesis of what we're here to do. <laughs> Speaking of kinky real quick, you know what we forgot to plug? Well, other than that, it's our creep phone. You oh, should, yeah. You should call in at 612-263-7999 or 612-263-SEXY and leave a scream mail. Alex, do you want to you want to get in on some of this? You want to check one out? Uh, yeah, sure. Good yeah. brand new scream voicemail and we just opened it. It's brand new. It's fresh out of the oven. Let's see. Was this the is this the button? <laughs> yeah, that one. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's see. Here's our first one. As it loads. <laughs> <laughs> that was kind of impressive i like that it's definitely a spirit of some capacity descending or maybe it's the ghost of an old ass ambulance you know it's got that sort of siren feel to it for sure kind of sounded yep. like one of those crazy huskies oh. just like doesn't want to do what it's told yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh that rebellious was... huskies we actually got a couple. I'm gonna let's do another one. Nope, not that one. This one. Nice, raspy. Yeah, yeah. that one had the uh, range. It's, it feels like they were kind of like I don't know in a portal back away from their from their from their creep phone. They yeah, it get, did sound kind of like they got sucked into a portal or something. Yeah, mm. or maybe no. I was gonna say flush, but there was no like swirling sound. So whatever, whatever it was, happened quick. Oh, just an ethereal pull. Yeah, just like a, but the reverse of that. Yes, <laughs> it's like a suction type deal. The the eldritch suction. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> you you know what I'm talking about. And I was shown eternal suction and <laughs> madness. <laughs> The Dyson vacuum. Now on sale. The Eldrick Dyson. Eternal suction. Eternal suction. Okay. Anyway. Thank you. Oh, that's amazing. It's good shit. Oh, that's I like that. I like that. This is a good idea. Let's keep the scream phone going. That was 612-263-7999. Uh, where were we? We got a couple more David Icke. Okay, so I watched Hunger Games for the first time today. For the first time? For the very first time. I've never seen it, never read the books. The, hun okay. the Hunger Games. The Hunger Games. You've never seen it before. Correct. Neither have I. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I'm so glad that you watched it. It's It was okay. I mean... I watched the first one. I watched the first one. Hmm. And I know the I know the gist. And I think I know what it references too. You're saying it's a ripoff, right, Alex? Like, it yeah, is a ripoff it's of something. Total, yeah, it's totally a ripoff. It's yeah. a ripoff of a Japanese author, Battle Royale, which, I mean, so mm -hmm. the general concept of putting all these people into 
you know, this island essentially to kill each other to the death with like one person surviving. They get to walk away from the situation. It's like verbatim a ripoff from Battle Royale. Mm -hmm. Um, The book was written, I think it was like, oh no, almost like 10 years before Hunger Games was written. And it's just really interesting that nobody has ever said anything about it. I was like, how could you... I mean, it's straight up a ripoff. Um, uh, Battle Royale, isn't it an old Japanese film where they're like school kids that are chopping each other's heads off? Yeah, but... Is that is that the same it's one? It's force, though, yeah. I mean, it's the same... This The concept is the same where... Um, you know, you kind of luck of the draw where all this, Mm -hmm. all the high school classes in Japan are all put into like, you know, a hat essentially. It's a lottery and you get, yeah, every year, (laughs) yeah, one class gets chosen as the lottery and you have to basically fight to the death kind of deal. But you know, it's the same thing where it's like everybody kind of slowly picks each other off and you know, it's like an authoritarian government that is you know, decided to do this for entertainment purposes, mm-hmm. you know, of the ruling class kind of deal. But, you know, it's, uh, it, it was a book before a movie. So, mm-hmm. um, but the book was written, God, when was the book written? I can't even remember. You got I a couple of, couple of links about the, uh, about that movie. I, I almost wish I had watched it today instead of the hunger games. <laughs> Cause I've seen it before. It's really good. Um, but there's some links about it in the show notes. Um, Battle Royale. Yeah. I'd highly recommend it. It's, it's, uh, I think the best part about it, it, it it's, uh, rated R versus rated PG. Uh, oh yeah. That's pretty, I mean, it's, it's brutal. It's pretty it's gory. Like, yeah. yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's unexpectedly <laughs> like from what I remember, like the first death is, is the professor who's like trying to get to their head of what they're participating in. He like throws a knife directly into some kid's skull. Yeah. At, like point blank range. And he's like, do you get it? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It was, it was, it's a gnarly movie. <laughs> it is. I mean, I really recommend the book. I mean, the movie, the movie is good, but it doesn't, I would say that the book kind of dives into a little bit of like the authoritarian regime that the country is kind of like dealing with. And there's a little bit more like backstory and not just like, not just the like, you know, the kids being stuck to like forced to kill each other kind of deal. So, mm. but yeah, I mean, yeah, and it's rated R. Yeah, it's a little bit more. It's not sugar coated violence <laughs> like the Hunger mm. Games is. Yeah, Hunger Games is pretty Disney. Yeah, it's a Disney Revolution film. Is it really? Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, I, I'm pretty much everything's either it's like yeah, it's, is it Disney fied or is it not Disney fied? It's Disney, yeah. or it, it could even be Weinstein. It could actually um, be uh, Weinstein died. I remember when it previewed in like 2012, I think, was when the Hunger Games hit the scene and it was totally pushed. I mean, it was a major, major, major production that was being pushed at every film festival. Oh, yeah. So yeah. definitely a big I mean, budget. Yeah, well, that's just it. It's like they had a big budget. I mean, if you have a big enough budget, you can make any story of good movie. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, or usually movies okay. You can <laughs> make it look good. <laughs> watchable to a certain watchable, degree. Watchable, yeah. Watchable to a certain degree. Ingestible. Yeah, I mean, good movie, bad movie is all subjected to the individual, anyways. I mean That is true. I like a lot I like a lot of really cheesy, like terrible kung fu movies that 
most people probably won't even bother sitting through. Hey, you that would I mean? be a perfect idea. Lavish and I were talking on the side about trying to do a no agenda styled mystery science theater 3000. Oh yeah. Uh, just trying a movie night of some manner. Yeah. Yeah. And, and to do those, you're talking about old Kung Fu movies, like 36 chambers and yeah. or 35 chambers. I mean, well, and just like cheesy, you know what I did is I ended up, I ended up started buying like, all of the like random box sets of all like these movie titles that nobody, most people have never heard of, um, you know, like cult driving classics or something. And it's like, I don't know uh. that there's anything cult about it. Cause I haven't heard of like 90% of these movies. That's all like super like BC rate movies, but I got one of the martial arts <laughs> ones too. <laughs> and some of them are pretty entertaining and super hilarious. And that's the kind of stuff okay. I enjoy watching. I was just like, but I know a lot of people wouldn't, couldn't stand actually sitting through some of those. I think they're good because I like the nostalgia aspect of it. Somebody else mm. might think it's boring and stupid and doesn't want to watch it. You know, it's so subjective. Mm. But it's art. It's all subjective. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. But I like what do you mean by cult classic in a way is like there are 10 people out there who really, really love this film and like won't let it die. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I got a couple of horror DVD box. It's not even a box set. It's like, let's slam six movies on this one disc. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Carnival yeah, of Souls and Dementia 13. You know, I think my horror box set wasn't that bad, though, because it's like, I don't know. It was all most most of the stuff I had seen or I've heard of. Um, and the ones that I didn't were actually pretty interesting, at least. I wouldn't know that. I mean, it was totally like classic horror. It wasn't anything that horror is really defined as in today's standards. That's for sure. I mean, Carnival of Souls. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I I definitely put it in classic horror, but it's not. If it were today, I wouldn't put it in horror at all. It's just such a weird movie. Oh yeah. Mm. Um, before we stray too far from it, I, I found a pretty good battle royale versus Hunger Games clip. Oh yeah. Yeah, check it out. Satsuichinai, who are you? You speak English? Where Where did you come from? The Battle Royale. Aren't you from the Battle Royale as well? No, this is the Hunger Games. Hunger Games? What's that? It's where a bunch of kids are forced to fight to the death. <laughs> Me too. Is it decreed by your government as well? Yeah. As a punishment for rebellion? Yeah. Chosen by lottery? Yeah. Yeah, it is. So, listener, are you sure you've never heard of Battle Royale? It sounds exactly the same. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. Yeah, probably. You know, running around the jungle. <laughs> are you in a love triangle? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> How do they track you? Do you have a tracker? Oh, no, they uh, insert it into my arm. So. Oh, okay. Ours are these collars, and if we, you know, if we take them off, we explode and die, you know. See, that's different. Hmm. Do you have a crazy volunteer who wants to kill everyone? Yeah. They're pretty universal themes, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah, I'm sure. It's just the specifics are very similar. It seems your Hunger Games people should really just stop copying us. 
We're not copying you. You totally are copying us. We're not copying you. You are. We're not! You ripped us off! It's an original story. It's clearly the same as Battle Royale. No, we have danger sectors. If you're in them in the wrong time, you'll die. We've already got them. They're called danger zones. Damn it! You wouldn't exist without us. What about The Running Man? I've never heard of it. It's a 1987 film starring Arnold Schwarzenegger about a dystopian future with televised murders. Whatever, just stop copying me! I'm not copying you. You're clearly copying me. No, I'm not. Stop copying me! No, you're copying me. Stop no, copying no, me. Don't stop copying copying me. Well, it's the truth, okay? I thought that was a pretty good breakdown. <laughs> it is a good breakdown. Yeah. It was like most most people have never heard of that movie before, and I, I had to say something. It's been bothering me. I'm like, this is a total ripoff. I think, what's her, I don't remember the lady's name, the author of The Hunger Games, but I was like, this lady straight up ripped off this story. Uh, it's obvious. Uh, what's her name? Jane, uh, oh, that's the Twilight or... chick. Never mind. Oh, no, oh, that's no, Stephanie not... Meyer. <laughs> 70, Stephanie Meyer, Jane Meyer, as I was going to say, and Jane Meyer is the author of uh, of uh, the Koch Brothers novel. She She's the one who like <laughs> ripped apart the Koch Brothers Susan Collins. Susan Collins. Susan Collins. That sounds familiar. Yeah, yeah that's the time. author of The Hunger Games. <laughs> but the part that's weird is it's kind of bleeded into reality because I, I, during my show notes dive, I, I saw that uh, Myanmar, which if I fucked up that spelling or pronunciation, I don't give a fuck. But they're doing the three finger salute there as a sign of solidarity during all these protests. Super. <sighs> Pull that one. God, up. it's so uncomfortable. Yeah. The three finger. I'm trying to do it right now. Gonna dipshit would do that. <laughs> oh, it turns out, <laughs> turns out I was curious because I thought at first that this is the hand signal that uh the statue of Baphomet has. But oh, that's gosh. more more that's more resemblant of a, like a finger gun, bang bang, straight into your heart. It's uh, the two finger pistol gun. Yeah, we're not getting into the Luciferian doctrine. I can't do it. Um, no, you're going right. to save that. You should save <laughs> that for your show, Alex. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> you should start a show called Cigarettes and Sacred Texts. We've talked about this before. I know, that is true. But I don't smoke cigarettes anymore. So it's Hey, it's just, hey, it's for, you know, it's all for, for show and flair. I know, right? You uh, know, uh, <laughs> maybe at some point in the future, I think I'm going to, I think my goal here for like the next four years is to try to check out a society as much as possible. Oh yeah. Document so, it all, get all the pictures, yeah. take all the notes. Yeah. You know, I need time to read. So I actually have material. That is maybe true. That's, maybe yeah. that's something I do when I, you know, find an Island somewhere in the middle of nowhere that I can just live on the rest of my life. And then I can just have a podcast reading sacred texts. Holy shit. Sounds nice. Alex has cracked the matrix, everybody. I oh, yeah. <laughs> um, the other, the only other place uh, there was, it looked like there was a, uh, an uh, Eastern European country that was using the salute, but more popularly, it's shared by the Boy Scouts. Yeah, I was going to say the Boy Scouts did something like that. Yeah, it stands for three right. things: honor God and King, help others, obey the Scout Law. Honor God and King. So basically, you're like equivalating King with God. Yeah. Or, or you could just say, God. honor the state. 
<laughs> yeah, honor the state. I thought it was like, to me, it sounds like three things. You have honor, which is yourself, and then you have God, and then you have the king. That's 33 right there. Bam. Mm, I love it. 33. It's His a magic, magic number. number. <laughs> I've got... Paps blue. Paps blue ribbon. How are we? Let's see, what, what are we looking at? What time is it? It's been, it's been about an hour and twenty minutes. That's not bad. Is that um, really? Yeah. Well, it's hard to say because I started the recorder earlier. I wish I had a way of notating what time we started, but it's okay. This is a slowly evolving show. Each one we're trying to do a little different. Mm. Um, I have one more clip. That I'd like to share before we start maybe thinking about an intermission. Um, but this is kind of speaking more on the Hunger Games bleeding into reality, just like so many other shows before, like Star Trek or, uh, I mean, pick a number. Kingsman 2, The Golden Circle, Corona. I mean, the whole thing is about stopping a virus that gets released worldwide. Worldwide, Shit's pretty, pretty fucking predictive. But... Um, this is made from a group that are all on board of uh, forming a revolution that takes on this totalitarian state that they I mean, even today I heard it. It's like, oh, you want the Hunger Games? Just look around. And I didn't realize that we're already in that point in society where we've got these fucking dome games and we're having children slaughter each other. Maybe I missed it. I kind of feel like if we're going to I don't know, it's all speculative. I mean, I'm not going to say it's not possible, but I kind of feel like you guys ever see that movie on Netflix where, I mean, I could see something more like Minority Report happening before I see something like Hunger Games happen. Yeah, I, I guess I'm not really speaking so much as like the just the actual games, but maybe the way the society is set up where it's just, uh, well, you know, now that I think about it, nobody you don't really see anybody moving around the city in Hunger Games, so they don't really have, like, a passport set up or anything, do they? I don't think they're really allowed to, like, leave their districts. Right, so they're kind of isolated and... Yeah, I mean... I, I, I know Katniss is breaking the law for hunter for hunting. Um, yeah, I think that they're all, you know, stuck in their districts and, and the communities individually have their one task. You know, like, there's the minor district... And then there's the farming district. Right. Like which Katniss like is, a, uh, her dad was a miner. Yeah. Which I found out today because I haven't seen these before. <laughs> They're like giant work camps. That's what I gather. And then you have this elite society. It's kind of, what was the movie? Um, the snow piercer kind of reminds me of that too. Oh you know, like, yeah. You know, the elite, you know, had a car, all these people and, you know, everybody in the further back cars are all the ones working it, making their life a luxury possible. Strange. So. Yeah, that's I don't I don't know. I let's 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 check this one out and see what you think afterwards. You look absolutely fantastic. Yeah. Fantastic in Hunger, Hunger Games. And since there is um, the, the big rivalry between Hunger Games and Twilight, who's got the hotter guys? Enough with the distractions. The Hunger Games are real. Check it out. 
In the Hunger Games, a small portion of the population controls a majority of the wealth. People have full-time jobs and still go hungry. Think it's fiction? Think again. Katniss's father was killed in a mining accident. If he had union protection, that never would have happened. In the wake of her husband's death, Katniss's mom had no access to therapy and fell into a deep depression, which cost her her job, causing the family to starve because the capital provides no food stamps. And the so-called justice system tortures Gale out of revenge and feeds on the district's racial divisions. But like PETA, when we encounter poverty, we can act on our generosity. And like Gale, we can point out that this inequality is no accident. It was manufactured by the capital who consolidated all the wealth. The districts are in poverty. And the capital is partying. Like it or not, the Hunger Games are real. President Snow's 1% wants to cut life-saving programs while using their glamour to distract us. Does the Hunger Games have hot guys in it? Big deal. It also has something else. Us. People who want justice. President Snow's of the world, your reign is coming to the end. You can try and distract us, but it's too late. The fire has started and we will not stop. Not until the odds are in everyone's favor. Here's the part that fucks me up because the way I've always taken it is revolution gets enacted and then that's what in turn actually sets up this technocratic fascist uh you know totalitarian super state. Does that make sense? Am am I the am I crazy for feeling that? No, I mean I I feel I hear what you're saying. It makes sense. So it's it's almost like this this priming. It's like you you know you got to you got to step up and, and take up arms. And I just, I don't discount what they're saying because those fat cats do exist, but this almost seems to be what the fat cats want to happen. It's what they would, it's, it would be their preferred. uh, This is like the, the worst case scenario. The truth is it lies somewhere in between, you know, like you can't have people, fight to the death, but people do dress up in silly costumes and are out of touch with the people they govern. And there is a stupid amount of money concentrated, you know, and people are, people do live in their districts in their own little way, kind of based on your class, based on what you do. Yeah. So there's like, you know, in a weird, soft, squishy way, a lot of the stuff, it does, it does ring true to how our society is organized, how we're organized. But um, you got to like read between the lines. And then with the with the English, they really do dress like that. Have you seen how English people dress for fashion <laughs> over there? Like, wait, what do you like the royal family? Well, the royal family. Sure. I mean, obviously they they're, you know, fashion icons. But what we're also talking about just like celebrities, like London celebrities, like like, for example, the Game of Thrones stars. I don't know if uh, I've ever really paid attention, to be honest, to London fashion. You've never seen the, these ladies? These, when these English actress ladies get famous and they, they walk around on the street, they wear some crazy stuff. Okay, I like, got to find a picture. Yeah. Like, now I'm curious. 
And I think the English women just they and English people in general they they dress like that because they have that history because of the royal family and because they dressed up as you know knights and shit back in the day when when that was it when that was what we were doing and they're just like okay with it whereas in America we just wore rags until <laughs> until we didn't have to wear rags anymore. Uh, but they do dress like wacky tacky when they're out of touch. I don't know. I don't know. I kind of feel like it's just like the classic celebrity red carpet. <sighs> well, no. red carpet ain't nothing to fuck with, according to Mo Facts with Adam Curry. Oh, no. They, they did a great <laughs> dive on that. His both of those, 16 and 61. Mm. Holy Jesus. Alex, oh. if there's any show other than the one that you're forced to listen to right now <laughs> by being on it, by being on it, yeah, by being on it, that's uh, <laughs> it's got to be Mo Facts with Adam Curry. He is tearing it up, top yeah, shelf, top shelf stuff. Um, how would y'all feel because we're about halfway? Uh, how would y'all feel about doing a uh, screen mail and maybe take a quick intermission? Yeah, sounds no, that's good. Cool. Let's see, which one do we got? We did that one and that one. Scream on, man. <laughs> Whoa. That sounded oh, wow. mighty, mighty yeah. and thick. That sounded like the Eskimo BT, my friend. Let's do that one again. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness. Wow. Sounds like... Not really sure how I feel about that sound. <laughs> There's a lot to go on, I feel like. A lot can be said in little. Yeah. Yeah. Sha yeah, man. Well, we got uh I actually I went and did something kinda cool and I put our intermission onto a fucking VHS tape. Not really. Oh my god. Not really, but I could do that <laughs> if I tried hard enough. Um so uh, <laughs> we got to go low tech on this show. Everything's low tech. Don't threaten me because I will. I'll fucking do it. <laughs> um, but yeah, we uh, we got a like a uh, it's probably 10 minute intermission lined up. Uh, so stick around. Stay tuned. It's got some music coming up. Let's go ahead and load that cassette up there. Oh, yeah. There we go. Starting, oh, yeah. us, starting us off. It's the voodoo puppets. <sighs> oh, I hope you blew on the tape before you put it in there. You know it, buddy.
As Bubba says, I'm gonna make some wiki today. Just dig out right in here and set it right in there. Got this red clay here, it's some real mud, but that's the set up, you can't knock it. That's an old hand, they don't make it like that anymore. I'm gonna put this stove pipe up. The reason I've got this pipe on there, that smoke won't come back in my eyes all day while I'm running. Old timers, they used to just build a furnace and that'll leave me a shovel full of mud here, Jake. Go anywhere it wants. See, it boils in there. Then it boils in here again. That way it gets distilled two times on one run. The purpose of this stump keg is to catch any water that might boil up out of your mouth in this keg. And then the steam comes up, hits this and travels again over that worm sitting in that barrel of cold water. And when it hits that cold water, it turns into about down to the bottom 180 proof. That's a large maze. Working now. There's a lot of pressure just built up seven or eight days. You see them grains of corn in there, mate. Thank you, son of a bitch. That's wood made out of locust wood now. You talk about sweet corn. It's dead locust. I probably spill. Of, I don't care. The backings is the last thing that comes off. You got to put up this place. Now put down in this is every connection. With Brandon and Flair. Hid since 1997 when I quit making liquor. They caught me in 98, so I quit listening. Yep. You hear it? Here. We got liquid coming out. <laughs> <laughs> really been putting small doses of the COVID vaccine in the Lady Gaga Oreo? Um, <laughs> uh, no. The internet is like a breeding ground for conspiracy theories. While some are just stupid and funny, others promote ignorance and an unhealthy distrust. So we went to the Kurzgesagt lab and developed a foolproof system to destroy not all, but a lot of conspiracy theories. It's really simple. Just ask yourself, does the theory affect really rich and powerful people? Is the answer yes? Okay, then it's most likely not true. Let's test it on three examples. Number one. There's an easy cure for cancer, but it's withheld because it would destroy the profits of pharma companies. Hmm. Do really rich people die of cancer? Like, I don't know, say the former CEO of Apple? Yes. There is no suppressed cure for cancer. Number two, chemtrails. The theory that airplanes spray chemicals in the air for population control or some other crazy reason. Do really powerful people breathe air? Do Obama or Putin breathe air? Yes. Chemtrails are not a thing. Number three, apocalyptic conspiracy theories. The world will end soon because of the Antichrist, Myers, aliens, someone says so. Do really rich and powerful people ignore the soon to be upon us and very imminent apocalypse? Yes. The world will not end soon. This obviously doesn't work for every conspiracy theory out there, but it does work for some of the most stupid ones. So the next time someone tries to convince you that the Illuminati put stuff in your water, just show them this video and maybe be a bit more selective about your friends on Facebook. This is Hank Hill, and I'm telling you what, you need to listen to Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah. Infoworth.com. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
Judge, what is the secret of the universe? <laughs> Infoworth.com. <Yeah. laughs> Call me the mean machine. should be paranoid, but I got nothing to be afraid of. Do you think it's because of those? Those what? What's the problem? Can you see how your refusal to be terrified is infuriating to me? Why is everyone conspiring to make me paranoid? I'm not falling for it. I'm going to be happy and devote my life to actually helping people.
cool little song secret lover saint john's cemetery i get all this music at the free music archive by the way some really good stuff out there i'm back hello we're we're back to second half of show (laughs) oh sorry well i don't know i don't think i was fully awake at the beginning of the show and i was just like i couldn't figure out how to get into like the chat room <laughs> which is not complicated by any means <laughs> <laughs> and so of course i figured it out like i was like oh i should try that again and then it's like the end it's like i need to grab a beer oh yeah and uh for anybody that's listening now or at a later time be sure to go to our website behind the that's sch3m3s click on that green room tab you can hang out with us during the show, Moan Days at 9.30 Central, 10.30 Eastern. Uh, come on, slide on down to our IRC. It's good times, even though I got kicked out tonight. So hopefully I'll be back soon. I can't believe you got kicked out of your own IRC, <laughs> man. It, it, was, really it, was, it was something like a uh, servo was telling me about it. It was a Z connector, like a Z ping. I've I've forgotten what it was technically, but he was he basically was just like chill out or use a VPN. That yeah. was that was this, but it is the baddest chat room around. Or well, I'll tell you what, there's some really bad chat rooms around these days. But green rooms on the up and up, more more folks joining all the time. So come on in, it's it's a good time. Lots of friendly folks. Oh yeah, we got Sir Seat Sitters in there, Quarkus, Dark Lord RK, uh, Lavish, and myself, mm-hmm. Alex. Um, mm-hmm. Mama Stacy, Stacy, Sir Spencer was in there. Metis, all sorts of cool mm-hmm. ass motherfuckers. Of course, Servo's running around. Servo, how could we forget Servo? Our uh, executive producer. Yeah, he's the one and only freaks freaks of hazard, and uh, that's what we call people that uh, contribute to the show. Um, it's the it's no different than the nighting but all it takes is to just give something to the show so i don't know maybe maybe at some point we'll line motherfuckers up and just kick them off into a vat of trioxin and watch whatever mutated cryptid crawls out or something i don't know that's right that's how we roll here so (laughs) sign up online promo code schemes uh (laughs) hell yeah hell yeah Let's do it. We want to be your trashiest 80s horror cult fucking conspiracy show wet dream 
thing. Well, all we ask is that you fucking call up and scream into our voicemail line. That's all we ask. We only ask for, that's right. It's uh, a very humble request, I think. Yeah, it's 612-263-SXXY. Mm-hmm. 612-263-SEXY, baby. Because you gotta. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta. <laughs> Let's see. Do you want to do another one? We have, we have quite a few. Might as well. Yeah. Let's, let's do it. Let's see what these got. <laughs> hey, I like that. That sounded like it Ooh. was like that sounded like it was layered. That was a that was a duet. I know. Yes, it was. It that was, was good. The, the the lovers screaming. Yo, can can I can we hear that one one more time? <laughs> That's beautiful, man. That's gorgeous. Yeah, the pair. That's cool as fuck. That's really cool. Um, yeah, and that's, make that my my actual ringtone. <laughs> hey, you know, by the end of this, when we get them all strung together, that's going to be one of my goals is uh, making a super cut of these. We could do like screams of the No Agenda stream. Oh yeah, baby, dude. I I concur. <laughs> <laughs> It's a me. Well, where were we? We were talking some Hunger Games, talk, talking some societal change. Alex has woke up now. She's hanging out in the green room. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I figured out that super complicated system of getting into the green room. <laughs> it's all part of the little sort of uh, hoops that you just got to jump through. But, you know, hey, that's yeah, how yeah. we weed out the weaklings from the chat room. So, you know, it's guaranteed. <laughs> <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Damn, should have called it Thunderdome or something. Hashtag Thunderdome. <laughs> next, next show. Next show. Next show. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. I don't really know where we left off. To be honest, I mean, I know we're kind of talking Hunger Games there for a little bit, but well, let's. Uh, <laughs> I, I heard something that was pretty interesting in my clip diving today. And for fans of general conspiracies, I'd say the most memeable one or one that's uh, more harmless than others is the birds aren't real conspiracy. Did I follow them on Instagram? My favorite. (laughs) They're my favorite. Shit's pretty interesting. Birds are, what was it? They were placed by Richard Nixon back in the 70s. Yeah, something like that. They have cool merch, though. It's like, I kind of want to get some merch. And the models have gotten a lot better. The old models, the Nixon models, like, were shit. Now the birds are really high-grade high tech. <laughs> yeah, well, apparently they make the their appearance in Hunger Games, and this is about the Mockingjay. Oh, yeah. Let's first start with the actual bird, the Mockingjay, and how it was created. They were actually created by accident by the Capitol. The Capitol made an all-male species of birds called Jabberjays. They were mutations genetically enhanced and created for one purpose, to be used as Capitol weapons to spy on the rebels in the districts during the First Rebellion. Jabberjays had the ability to remember and repeat long passages of human speech. The capital utilized this and sent them into rebel areas. There they would listen and remember the rebels' words and would return those words to the capital. They were able to pass on secret information like plans of attack, war tactics, and even inside information that could be used to bring the rebels down. 
It was a good idea in theory and worked for a while, but it ultimately backfired on the capital. The rebels eventually caught on and figured out what they were and what they were doing. This gave the rebels an opportunity to use the capital's own weapons against them, and they started feeding the Jabberjays misinformation to throw the capital off. They made the capital look extremely foolish, and the capital fell for their misinformation, preparing for attacks that led to empty bases, went after certain rebel groups that either ambushed them or weren't there at all, and would make plans of attack that were useless due to the fact that they were greatly misinformed. It was a huge failure and an embarrassment for the capital. Katniss described it as being sort of a slap in the face for them. Because of this, they scrapped the project and released the Jabberjays into the wild to die. They did eventually die off and become extinct, but not before the all-male species mated with female mockingbirds, creating an entirely new species, Mockingjays. This is very important because the Mockingjay was a creature that the capital never intended to exist. They had not counted on the highly controlled Jabberjays to have the brains to adapt to the wild, to pass on its genetic code, or to thrive in a new form. There's a lot of genetically modified individuals in this series. Way more than I realized. Yeah, that's coming too. <laughs> it's already happened. Was it, there was <laughs> yeah. some art. There was some article about like um, combining human DNA with something else, and I was like, I think it was probably some sort of primate. Yeah, simian. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's already happening. It's been happening. I mean, if we're if we're just starting to hear about it now, you know, it's been going on for at least ten plus years. Well, even mm. Jones was on uh, Rogan last year talking about chimeras and how they've been working on them for years and years and years. Yeah, uh, I don't doubt it's happening. I'm just wondering when it'll hit the streets. When when it goes commercial, when do I get a clone? Oh. <laughs> when do you get a clone when do i get uh, my clone i want my honestly, clone honestly like my first thought is like okay so are we gonna have like rocket from the guardians kind of stuff going on here because that might be kind of cool <laughs> that's uh, my thought oh like that's my thought process yeah, yeah yeah that's my thought process but uh. you know. Try to try to see the you know, silver lining, I guess. I don't know. Trying to be optimistic when it's like, yeah, so well, like. And what about having like a dog you could talk to? Yeah, I mean, that would be cool. Yeah, cool. Sir Seat Sitter just dropped I mean, maybe, a pr pretty amazing. Maybe, unless they're going to like just ask for treats the whole unless time. They're, yeah, unless they're just dipshits. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <No deal. laughs> yeah, I don't know about that. I like yeah. the idea of giving cats the ability to talk and then they don't. <laughs> 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 probably that's probably exactly what happened just never would either way what is this here this is, he releases mosquitoes into the audience that fucking trickster Bill Gates yeah Sir Seatsitter just dropped an article Bill Gates releases mosquitoes into audience oh god Bill Gates Jeez. just released mosquitoes into the audience at TED and said, not only poor people should experience this. Is that for real? <laughs> Does he just sit in a little like incubator in his billion dollar home and let the mosquitoes feast on him? Sit there in repentance. I'm so sorry. Oh, my God. He says apparently there's video of it. Oh, this is going to. Is there? I'm going to have to search this one out. She gave everyone malaria? I don't know. Um, that'd be funny. Messed up. That'd I don't so care much how funny. much money you have. Like, that's messed up to do to anybody. Yeah. That's yeah, uh, definitely. Well, I know that they were trying to release mosquitoes that didn't ha or that. Yeah, that couldn't express the what was it? The malaria virus, right? Or was it Ebola? 
they released down in the southeast and they talked about it in uh mofax 61 um Uh with all the trials that they were doing genetically fucking with mosquitoes using crispr um Mm -hmm. you're just like yeah just setting them off but they do that all the time with mosquitoes it's fucking nuts you know i just like whatever this whole article i just have issue with the fact that it's just like even rich people should feel what it's like too and i'm just like not only poor people should experience this okay well you know what just because somebody doesn't live in like the climate temperate area of where malaria is more common doesn't mean that they're somehow like wealthier i mean i don't know it's just weird that you would even do that to somebody. It's like localized areas, and you're never going to be able to eradicate it. It's just, I don't know. It's, I don't know. He's well, a con man. And who the fuck is Bill Gates? I mean, yeah. this guy just thinks he's just God's gift to Earth. This guy is a loser. I'm so tired of seeing this guy just run around acting like he knows fucking anything when he's just Sorry. a dipshit. <sighs> Everybody's tired of seeing him. Even people that like could care less are like, fuck Bill Gates. <laughs> Yeah, but I've also seen people come out and praise them. It's like, oh, could you imagine taking all of this time and all of your intellect to build an empire just to have someone come and spout these crazy conspiracy theories? I've seen people share the memes. They're like, how could you? How could you attack Bill Gates like that? I don't know. You what know, has he I ever done to you, man? People, you know, it's interesting because it's like. A lot of people are either too young or seem to have forgotten that Microsoft was actually sued by the federal government for oh, breaking yeah. privacy laws. Like, do they do they remember that? Probably not. A lot of people probably don't even know that. That's what a PR firms for. Public Whether Microsoft is just a terrible company. This that guy did terrible is things. yeah. This guy is like not some freaking like saint. He's been doing shady shit the entire time he's ever been in business. Like. <laughs> How's that not so hard? How is that so hard to see? Yeah, you're right. It's a good PR team. I want to. He's from a rich family too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> it's not only rich, but they had certain. Uh, His dad and Fauci hung out. No shit, in the, really. In, yeah, in like the '70s and the '80s, they hung out. Uh, it's nuts. It's crazy. Okay, I have a legitimate question since you brought up Fauci. Can somebody actually explain to me how one gets his the position that he has? Because I cannot figure out how he acquired that position. It doesn't say if he was appointed. It doesn't say if he was voted in by like a board, a members board. It doesn't tell me. I can't figure out how that man got the position that he's in. It just is power that like supersedes presidents and anything. He's just here to stay. Yeah, that's how I feel like. Mr. Head Doctor. <laughs> it's like he self-appointed himself. <clears throat> and like I, we're all just stuck him with position. him. I know, but it's like, who? How did well, he get that that's position? That's the great question. You know, that's always the great question. Who the fuck gave him that position? Who calls the shots? No, I, yeah, I didn't know if you guys knew because I sure as hell can't find anything. I can't figure find it. I've researched for like hours trying to figure well, out how that dickwad is in the position that he's in, and I he, can't he's find old it. school. He he has he's he obviously he was very central in the whole AIDS thing, which no agenda talks <sighs> about at length. Oh, so yeah. he was a central figure in that. But then he goes back even before then. I mean, he's been he's been a total uh, company man. I guess is the polite way of me putting it. Administrator for decades. Oh yeah, yeah. He's a money dude. It's it's interesting because you look at his credentials and it's like he does he did his residency in New York, 
And then um, after that, he worked in some like labs for like maybe a few years. And then right after that, immediate administrative. Like that guy has little to no actual field. And it's uh, and it's also really interesting if you look up, you know, medical paper searches and stuff. It's interesting how many papers he adds his name to. Because it's like, I think that maybe there's, there was probably maybe at best a handful, like five at best, where he was the sole writer of any paper. Everything mm-hmm. else had like five, six writers. And it just kind of, I and just gathered. just will the, come in and throw his name He'll just come in and write his name on something. It. I was like, you know, I was like, this dude is too busy doing administrative stuff. I was like, he is out, he is just as out of touch with the actual like medical science field as much as Nancy Pelosi is about like country politics. Well, and, and how Biden for that matter. So I mean, Biden, Biden. I, that's a whole different situation. I, I think, yeah, we don't have to get into that, but I think, it's I think crazy, we, though. I agree. I think we can hit two birds with one stone on that one and let Biden answer for us how Fauci ends up doing what Fauci do. And so the question here is whether how we go ahead and do this, what we do. There's no easy answer. There's no easy answer. <laughs> Dude, his resume is a little flat, too. I just, I, I have a distinct theory. If you're the top guy in anything, you had to be born to be in that position. You don't get to be the top guy in anything unless you're groomed for the position. That's yeah. just how it works. And who groomed him is always the question. Who is the power behind Fauci? I don't know, man. It's like I looked it up. It's like his dad is a pharmacist in New York. Like, I mean, that one is really confusing to kind of figure out. He's from a Jesuit school, right? Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, he went to Jesuit school. Yeah. And that's that's where he practiced medicine. Yeah. The lead in. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah, it all goes back. It's a small little club. And you ain't in it. And you know what? They all fucking sacrifice rabbits and kids and shit. But, you know, we don't have to go into that either. <laughs> I, I do have something about the this. This is called video Bill Gates slash mosquitoes at Ted uh, at Ted. And it's only a minute long. For example, there's more money put into baldness drugs than are put into malaria. Now, baldness is it's a terrible thing. Uh, <laughs> And rich men are afflicted. Uh, And so that's why that uh, priority has been set. But malaria, even the million deaths a year caused by malaria greatly understate its impact. Uh, Over 200 million people at any one time are suffering from it. Uh, It means that you can't get the economies in these areas going because uh, there's just, it holds things back so much. Now malaria's, of course, transmitted by mosquitoes. Uh, I brought some here so you could uh, experience this. We'll let, let those roam around the uh, oh, yeah. auditorium a little bit. There. There's no reason only poor people should have, have the experience. Uh, <laughs> Such a gates move. Those mosquitoes are not, not infected. <laughs> Oh, it'd be funny. If, it'd be funnier if they were. <laughs> no, that's not real. This is a deep. This has to be a deep fake. Is it a deep fake? No. 
<laughs> it's real. It's real. <laughs> you never know. Fucking deep fakes are getting better all the time. <laughs> it's crazy. You know. Holy Jesus. And the poop water, yes. Our seat sitter's right about that. I you know, I, I mean, as much as I hate to say it, I mean, he does have a point, though. But he is big pharma. He's just as much big pharma as anybody else. So it's like yeah. you're just kind of talking <clears throat> out of your ass. Just like Fauci. Yeah, it's like, yeah, you're right. We do spend more money. You know, big pharma puts more money in research into dumb shit because that's what makes some money. But you're included in that, dude. Yeah. yeah and and you know what's, you. what's even worse is you're actually testing all of this stuff on poor people in impoverished parts of the world, and you're taking advantage of them. So. Mm-hmm. Population control. All about it. Yes. Yes, 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 what dad was all about. I think my husband's going to kick me out of the bedroom, so I might have to pause. Uh-oh. Oh, boy. Not yet. Well, he fell asleep on the couch. I'm like, oh, I guess I have to come in here. So that might happen. Just precursor. We have several pages of ISOs we can use to pass the time if there is a relocation involved might be. And hopefully some more screams do we have any more screams fuck yeah. yeah we got some more screams where are we at i would love love to hear more screams Let's see did we do this <laughs> we don't one? have to do it now but oh i want to let's do one. Oh, we did that one that was the pair it's a good one though that was a good pair that one was a good one let's do this one. Oh, nothing on that one let's do the next one. <laughs> oh, this one's long <laughs> This one might be a oh we have a message here from a caller hell yeah this is our this is our first official uh well i don't know if it's a monster or not i see words so they're they're enunciating let's see what they got to say oh my goodness (laughs) (laughs) that is fucking fantastic i love it the creep phone in your ear holes so Yes, here we are. The fantastic creep phone. Your limits are boundless. You have no limits. Resistance <laughs> is futile. Yes, I have no primal scream for you at this moment, but I just wanted to call and say this show is awesome. I am a lifelong listener. <laughs> okay. Shout out to Mama Berry. What an awesome <laughs> supporter and lavish. Oh yeah. Indeed, caller. Thank you. Thank you, caller. Thank you very much, caller. Boom, 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 boom. Reminds me of Ace Ventura, Chicago. Oh, God damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, I did the thing. Let me guess. White devil, white devil? (laughs) Um, Yeah, man. Uh, So, uh, 612-263-SXXY. We got one more screen mail that we're going to save, I think, for the end of the show. So we can stretch it out a little bit because there's so much fun. Don't want to go blowing loads all in one place. Got to make it no. last. Keep 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 a hang, hand on your loads. 
That's what they always said, told me. Um, man, we've covered so much ground. I I feel like it's oh, been... oh, 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 sorry. No, please, no, sorry. No, you, you do it. You do the thing. I just, there's one thing that I did want to address that you addressed at the start, Alex, that I wanted to clarify. Uh, you said that uh, the death counter stopped with Trump. Is it not I, stopped? It is not stopped. There is a Joe oh. Biden death counter. I there am is very a Joe proud Biden to say. Death counter? I know right. it stopped for a little bit, but then I stopped watching the news. So it stopped permanently. It's not me. on the news. You, the one that I'm talking about is actually on the No Agenda Social, which is like the, the fake Twitter that we have for this oh, okay. whole thing. And on that, there's a guy or a bot or somebody, and they have a Biden death counter that they keep uh, updated, I think, just about every day. So. Oh, nice. Yeah, I can try and find it, but it does exist. Yeah, now that but, I uh, now that I think about it, um, no agenda social might be opening back up, or it's already opened. Um, so if you're ever looking for somewhere to hang out on a social media platform where you probably don't know anybody, <laughs> but you can post whatever the fuck you want to, uh, it's it's a pretty good time. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like a Twitter, Instagram. They should do that. They should throw another 5K accounts on there. And well, let, let's see what happens, you know. I uh, I thought that they had purged a couple of the inactive accounts. Um, but it you mentioned, can always do that. But yeah. you, you, th- you think they should increase it just a little bit? Get some more more people I in mean, there? There's, there's obviously demand. So I, I just think that what they don't want it to do is they don't want it to blow up and become Twitter. They don't want it to have like 50,000, 100,000 plus users because then it just gets diluted. Right. Um, well, then you start to get, you get infiltrated with like the bots and then like all the paid, like, you know. Correct. You know, organizations where they're paid to like send people in and push agendas and da 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 da. And right. Like, and the whole deal is no agenda. So they're just trying yeah. to keep it small so that it yeah. doesn't, doesn't happen. Yeah. But I think they could get a little bigger. I think they could add like, a couple thousand accounts, maybe, maybe thirty-three thousand accounts. Ultimately, they just but they just go like a bit. It's like a credit uh, limit. You just go a bit at a time and see what you need. You know, <laughs> they just need to like vet everybody that goes in there. Just start vetting everyone. Everyone just, has to fill out a questionnaire. Was provide photo ID. I'm uh, just kidding, you know to do that. You do have to get the invite though. That's tough enough. It's so a, it's inside a, club basically. Yeah, you can't you can't sign up without an invite, which isn't hard to find, but you do have to find it. Yeah, I think I just saw one scroll by in the chats. Yeah, you, I mean, <laughs> if you're on the IRC, you can find it easy enough. Yeah, I don't know how people find it without the IRC, honestly. It's down in your uh, preferences, and you can link it out. Um, but anyway, I am just a, a pawn in the game of life. <laughs> Aren't we all? <laughs> Apparently we are. Yeah, I uh, this uh, Mastodon's the only place I do any promotion of the show. We have an Instagram and a Twitter account, but I haven't really bothered with them too much. I mean, I, I got uh, uh, fuck Twitter. Yeah, I, I got one that I fucked around with just a little bit, but Instagram was kind of my jam, and I just fallen out of favor with it as it goes <laughs> for good reason. Instagram, it's got to go. Fuck you too, feedback. I don't mind, I don't mind Instagram that much, but I would definitely agree with the Twitter thing. 
I, I have a Twitter and I got on for like the first time in like a month. And I got on for maybe five minutes and I'm like, this is a toxic hellhole. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I can, I can't do it. It's so negative all the time. I can't handle it. It's a nightmare. <laughs> it's absolutely nightmarish. It's like, I don't understand how people can actually like just function at a normal level in, in Twitter. It's just chaos. It's pure chaos. It's just garbage and nothing but just bickering back and forth. It's just like, I can't do this. And just self-righteous misinformation. The yeah, most, the, yeah. Just the blue check marks. Oh, uh, what are they called, uh, Booberry? Uh, the blue anons. Blue anons, yeah. Yeah. You heard this term, Alex? Blue anon. I think I have. It's somewhat recent, isn't it? A yeah. It's, measure. It's about time. Yeah. <laughs> the blue anons or the blue check marks, or these are the yeah, people you shall listen to. They're the radical uh, left wing. <laughs> Or whatever. They're the left-wing conspiracy theorists. I'm pulling up the Urban Dictionary. A loosely organized, or, uh, a loosely organized group of Democrat voters, politicians, and media personalities who spread left-wing conspiracy theories such as the Russia hoax, J- Jesse Smollett, Ukraine hoax, Covington Kids hoax, and the Brett Kavanaugh hoax. Blue Anon adherents fever- feverently believe that right-wing extremists are going to storm Capitol Hill any day now and quote remove lawmakers from office hence the need for deployment of thousands of national guard stationed at the u.s capitol yeah these guys have a theory that the capitol building was under siege and that didn't just let people in for 20 minutes to take selfies and then shoot them and get them out (laughs) and then use it the event as fucking excuse to do anything ever well, they, it's like anybody with half a brain could look and see, like, there's six dudes in this in this video clip, and five out of the six all have cameras. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like there's an entire film crew there to take photos and selfies. They've got a ton of gear there. Everywhere you look, there's a camera yeah. set up. It's all yeah. spectacle. And I, it's just that's that's the, stuff, that's the sort of stuff I saw people freaking out over on Feedbag is is the the quote-unquote worst day or the darkest day darker than pearl harbor and what fuck 9-11 yeah which is so insulting just so morbidly insulting i think to say to to the victims of 9-11 and And i I keep finding people that are total fucking just hey hey i know this person call in call this number call her (laughs) let's call in tonight report this person to your state and they're not even in the building. They got they took a fucking picture of their television screen. It's yeah. CNN. And it's like, hey, this dude, I know him. This is his name. Call this number if you know where he's at or what he's up to or if you have any information. Yeah, they, they <laughs> dox all these people. But then for six months, you know, in cities all over the country, they're burning shit down and uh, yeah. blinding cops with lasers and throwing fireworks at them and ripping down fences and tagging up federal buildings and just going absolutely ape shit for months and months and months and nothing, you know? Well, I mean, Portland is still like that as far as Por- I know. Oh, yeah. Portland's Portland ruined. has been like a giant shit show for a while. Seattle is for a while. And, you know, it's like when that supposedly the police officer, you know, that police officer that got killed by a protester. I don't know what happened at the Capitol 
in specific. He ended up that, that that didn't even he didn't even they lied about that. They said that they yeah. killed him with a fire extinguisher. It's total bullshit. Yeah, didn't he have like a heart attack or something? He had a stroke, and it was like yeah. days later. <laughs> yeah. Well, and it, you know, and then they're like, he's a hero, and I was like, really? Because you all were like not even thirty days ago saying that we should defund all the police force in this country. Exactly. And then now all of a sudden, oh, it's the police. Now we need to protect the capital, save our democracy. We need to protect our democracy. It's like, yeah, your democracy, maybe not ours. I love democracy. I am the Senate. <laughs> I am the Senate. Um, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, the, it all for all year long, they say defund the police, and then for the inauguration, it was a literal lockdown police state. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like military and fences and nobody there. Uh, yeah. It was it was very surreal. I don't think there was going to be really anybody there anyways. I think they just want an excuse of why nobody was going to be there. Mm, that's a good call. So that's that. That's Have how you I seen feel about that. on YouTube the, the COVID videos like, ask the experts. We talked to the experts about COVID. <laughs> and uh, you go and you click on these videos and you watch them. You don't even watch them. You can't stand them. You can't stand them for five seconds. But it'll be like, oh, 50,000 th- thumbs down and like 1,000 thumbs up. And that'll be for all the videos. It'll just yeah. all be blasted, blasted to you hell. Know, well, it's the same thing if you ever go to like trending news on there. Um, it's like the there'll be videos in trending news, quote unquote, for days. And they only have like 200 views. Mm-hmm. And it's supposedly trending news. I'm like, really? And then, like, yeah. out of the 200 people, there's only like two upvotes. <laughs> yeah, oh, but this is this is major shit. Yeah, manufactured it's, hype. <laughs> just super manipulated. Everything's just it so is. manipulated. I know. I think like one of the worst things to have ever happened to like the modern day internet was the day that Google bought YouTube. Mm. It yeah. just has all gone downhill since. Well, it's not a monopoly, so at least you got that going for you. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're right, though. In school, they were always like Teddy Roosevelt, one of the greatest presidents of all time because he was a trust buster. And he would go around and he would fucking break up the monopolies and he'd go tell the corporations to go fuck themselves. whoop de do. And then you grow up and you're like, wait a minute. That's all you guys do. That's all this is. The GameStop thing blew me away. I, 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 maybe I'm going off. I'm going off kilter here. Off script a bit, but God damn, the GameStop thing was just like, wow, how manipulated is this fucking system? You know? Yeah. How, how high does it go up? Like a hockey stick. That's how hard it goes up. <laughs> oh my lord. Anyway. Yeah, I'm still waiting for that. Vare's Vare's report, the hockey stick, vaccine injuries are shooting straight up. I tried showing that to somebody that they never responded to me. And then I went and found, are you familiar with this? No, but I'm just laughing at like how you're like, I tried to share it with somebody. They just never responded. Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know how it goes. (laughs) 
Uh, yeah, it's this database where they're keeping track. Uh, I think it goes back to the 70s or catalogs all of the reported vaccine injuries. Uh, it's upwards of 800,000 now, but uh, there's yeah. theories that speculate that it's misreported at that number being only 1% or so of the total yeah. number, which is millions. Um, you know, I poked around and... Uh, it's funny because a lot of the hit pieces that you find on uh, it's like all oh, these conspiracy theories are you're they're pointing at these these cat or these uh these report systems and they're just misquoting and misrepresenting and they're manufacturing evidence out of it. But it's always it's always tearing on Robert Kennedy Jr., which I find just a a fucking shame. And in, in all that honesty, poor bastard. yeah, yeah, he's just trying to live out the rest of his life, man. Well, no, sure. I, 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 I don't think that's the case. I think he's one of the more prominent figures, prominent faces, I guess, that's out there saying like, hey, this is this is totalitarian medicine and science that <clears throat> it's the it's the wet dreams the Nazis had. Well, yeah, I mean, for anybody to any of these like I believe in sciencers. I mean, if you can really honestly say that and then tell me that it's acceptable that scientists and doctors are losing their medical licenses and their jobs for actually having a different scientific opinion than the like mainstream narrative, and you think that's acceptable, then you don't stand behind your words at all. Like, that's terrifying. That's absolutely terrifying. That an entire section of the science community is getting completely silenced because they have different evidence, different opinions to back, you know, a, a different narrative, so to speak, than what is being pushed by, you know, the CDC and the WHO. Right. Uh, there's so. a there's a very specific tactic that they use to take these doctors down. Nobody expects the Spanish Inquisition. It's a new one that I got for today. Mm. <laughs> the medical inquisition beautiful oh, yeah. it's uh it's spooky shit say the least um it's hard to really gauge i guess in all actuality what's going to happen over the next couple of years i mean i'm still standing by 2030 that gives us another decade for them to take the next major step because you always got to crank that dial a little harder and warm up those waters it's a little fucked up to think that maybe 9-11 was those watering that that water just like like had a two or a three on the knob. I don't know. What do you all think? Uh, I, I think that the the power of the Internet is, is like normalized. And I think that every year it gets easier to do shit like this. Yeah, it, it gets every year. It gets easier to, to like get the whole fucking world to, to be on the same page about some bullshit like like the fact that everybody in the world's wearing a mask it's not just us and you know quote unquote developed nations like everybody in the world has to do this and play in you know in this theater and i feel like 10 years ago or back in you know the days of 9 11 20 years ago you just couldn't do that you know you still had uh, the world was still a bigger place. You didn't have the technology tying people together as efficiently as it does now. And it, and it, the system now has been in place for so many years and we take it for granted, but it's always just getting more homogenized, our whole global system. And, and I think that that's something that, that plays into this. 
you know, that even if this isn't, in my opinion, I think that COVID's real, but it's just not as bad as like to, you know, to do all of this and just to destroy the world and to you know, enact all these draconian measures and do all this gnarly shit. But that's, they have the power to do that now because everything's owned by six fucking people again, <laughs> just like it used to be. And they'll always have the power. They never rescinded any any uh, any shit that they took from the Patriot Act. No, never. No, no. That was that was the start of it. You know, never let a good crisis go to waste, right? <laughs> you just heard yep. it from the CNN dude. If it bleeds, it leads. <laughs> sure. <laughs> He's right. And this COVID relief bill was going to be the next Patriot Act. There's 90% of that bill has nothing to do with COVID. Oh, well, it, it, it's gotten to the point where I think more and more people are becoming aware of, like, how, like, corrupt our government really actually is. Um, and I'm curious. And it's they're not even trying to hide it anymore. They just straight up, like, it's almost insult. It's almost like pouring salt in the wound where it's like, you're already shitting on us, but now you don't even act. And now you just act like you don't even care that we know. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it's, it's just a spit in the face. It's like, you're not going to be able to do anything anyways. Uh, and I think it's on only, yeah, I think it's only a matter of time before you start to see some serious consequences from it, because I think you can only push people so far until people start pushing back. And I mean, you use all these you know, racial agendas and stuff to try to keep people divided and da 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 da. But I was like, but if mm-hmm. you start taking away like basic rights, uh, you know, freedom of movement, I was like, you're gonna have a lot of really pissed off people really quickly. Totally. So, you know, and I think they tried, I think they tried to push this. I mean, I guess if it were me and I was in that position, and you know, a diabolical, evil ass politician, um, I would say that I don't think they've made a very smart move. I think they tried to push too much too fast. And I mm-hmm. think that a lot of people were like, whoa, what's going on? They weren't very smart about it, in my opinion. And I think that, you know, they're, they have more control over the Internet than they used to. Mm. So it's like, yeah, you're getting like, like you said, the you're getting more homogenous news and and whatnot and opinions floating around where it's like this is the okayed good opinion and if you think otherwise then we're just going to demonize you yeah if you do if you read anything other than these three things then you're not even a human being you're just some dumb hick or something you know yeah i was so. uh i was thinking of writing a sub stack I, I gotta think on it just a little more and then i'll start cranking it out but Instead of it being oh, this COVID, on air blueberry, come on now. Well, I, I, it's going to be decency. instead of. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, that uh, was a sex joke. I wasn't. I, I interrupted your flow. My bad. Necrophilia, <laughs> which is sex with the dead. <laughs> um, I, Instead of it being this like Coke versus Pepsi or black versus white, at first I thought it was going to be more in line with like silicon versus carbon, which could be interesting. That leads us more down a cyborg route. But realistically, you know what it's going to be? Are you going to be a green flag? Or are you going to be a red flag? Did you do what your government told you to do in order to get that little check mark there on your app? that allows you freedom of movement, freedom to purchase. Are you a willing uh, participant? 
You want to do what you got to do? You want to get that green check mark, or do you want to be a red check mark, an undesirable? Are you someone that doesn't want to, or you know, is it? Um, it's like one half not doing what you're told, and the other half Logan's run. You, your time's ran out. Little bead in your hand, <laughs> it's gone red. Yeah, float you up to the ceiling and blow you up. Well, I mean, doesn't China already do something like that where it's like, you know, they have their good, good citizen, you know, points system where you get social credits. credit system. Yeah. Social credit system. I'm pretty sure they already do something like that. Funny enough. Uh, mm-hmm. This this might be a cool way to wrap up the show, but my David Icke clips, that's what he actually gets into. So this is a uh, David Icke three. But in the Hunger Games society, it comes at a price. Even that pittance. You'll only get it if you behave the way we say you should behave. And if you don't, you won't. And by the way, if you say, well, stuff it then, um, are you going to earn a living? No jobs. And another thing I've been saying for decades is that the blueprint for this global Hunger Games society is China. See, China has um, lived in a uh, vicious dictatorship, and it's not had to even start to pay lip service to the illusion of freedom and democracy. So instead of having to manipulate and um, put put this society into place uh, in um, over a period. China has just said, this is what's happening. This is what's, what's what we're doing. So China's a technocracy now. Chinese cities have millions of um, face recognition cameras and people are tracked in real time 24-7. They can find them in minutes anywhere. I've seen documentaries where they've tested the system, put someone out on the street, found them in minutes. And they run this um, system in China called the social credit system. And what this means is, as you are tracked by AI and your behavior recorded and registered, you get social credits for behaving the way the system wants, and you get social credits taken away for doing the other. And once you get to a certain level of losing credits, then consequences kick in. And as I've said in my last book, um, millions, many millions of Chinese, as a result of this, have been banned from flying and even banned from trains. We're locked out. Shut up. Eat the mac and cheese. <laughs> eat the bugs. Eat, you will eat the bugs. You will sleep in the pods. The pods. The pods. Boobs, you know what we got to get is the the Monty Python. I like Chinese. <laughs> you, know, you know that bit? I have Monty not Python. seen this one. <laughs> oh, I'll find it and send it to you and I'll clip it. We got to get it going. Please do. That's an Eric Idle classic. Nice. Uh, yeah, the facial recognition cameras, that's that's what you hear about a lot. They just have a bazillion cameras. Yeah. Well, I can't wait for those ones. I get that little fucking VR circle around you. It's like, oh, get back in your bubble, human resource. Get back in your bubble. Are you a green flag or are you a red flag? Green flag is six feet. Anything under six feet is going to be a red flag there, pal. Your social credit is insufficient. You must go back to your pod. Face <laughs> retaliation. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, it's terrifying. Uh, like that previous caller said, resistance is futile. That's correct. Let's. Uh, it is futile. Okay, so I got we got two more things here. I got one 14 second David Ike clip, or do you want to do our last scream mail? Because I want to do them both. It's just what do you want to hear first? 
We'll Ike it up and then we'll close with the screamo. All right. So it, the people ain't going to get it. They'll get a pittance. And, but it's starting the precedent for the all many, many strings attached. Pittance, um, guaranteed income. So long as you do what you're told. That's it. Just got to do what you're told. Fuck you. Guaranteed I'll do what income. you tell me. Ba-da, ba-da. Fuck you. I'll do what you tell shit. me. You know, to a certain extent, you know, Dark Lord in here was like, do you ever think we might be overreacting? And like, there's part of me that that thought does go through my head a lot where it's just like, are we maybe taking it a little too far with, you know, the presumptions and assumptions of what could be and and is possible? But it's like, I think it's important to be questionable of like both ends of the spectrum where it's like, you know, there's the alarmist attitude that can be just as toxic as the propaganda and from the state too. So you always have to be kind of open-ended. You have to keep an open mind for sure. But I would, I would rather err more on the side of alarmist rather than someone that's trying to clamp down on communication. And Oh, absolutely. Like if it came down to it, I'd rather be able to freak out about something instead of not. And and like I'm sure there's a myriad of things I could go and post on the feedback, but I choose not to because those most of those folks I know don't exist in the same operational dimension that myself as myself. So it's almost like self-censorship and the platform doesn't even have to do anything. Hmm. Hey, sometimes they force your hand, you know, sometimes you get no choice. You get hammered into this again and again. You think you're overreacting. You go, am I crazy? And then you just see the same thing again and again and again for years and years and years. Same names, same people, same symbols. Yeah, just, symbols is a big one. Symbols, yeah. I mean, you know, we don't get into the cold stuff. We'll get into it tonight. But, you know, when you really d- dig into it, the higher up it goes and the more money that gets involved, the weirder it gets. <laughs> yeah. And when it gets weird, you have to just like accept that, you know, these people are operating on a different level and you just have to like tune into that level in order to try to understand it. They're kind of operating in a different society altogether. You know what I mean? They are. Different world. It's it's an entirely different group of people with entirely different income structure, uh, power structure. It's, it's, it's an entirely separate world altogether. We just Mm -hmm. exist on the same planet. And when it comes to a certain tier of wealth, I mean, the top, top tier of wealth, there aren't that many of them. And, and and historically there haven't, there've been even less. And there are only so many restaurants and there are only so many schools and neighborhoods that exist in the world that, that exist, that can cater to these people that, that have those services that you can give to the highest level of wealth. And then it doesn't get any higher than that. You know, like there's not another, there's just them. It's just these, this small group of people that gets to live this way. And because of that, and because they get the, the generational wealth is really where true wealth comes in. You've just got like, yeah, family money. Yeah. Great, great, great grandpa was rich and you've just been doing nothing but smart shit since that's, that's where you get the rule the world type of money. And, uh, and when you're at that level, it's just, you're just playing a whole different ball game. Yeah, no doubt. I got one. The I I would love 
for my politicians. If my I can't vote for someone who in the last 30 years hasn't stood in line at a grocery store. Mm-hmm. If you haven't fucking stood in line at a grocery store in the last couple of decades, then you shouldn't be my representative. You, you don't represent me. You know? Exactly. Well, I um, I'm feeling like uh, we've reached about the end of the show. Uh, we're looking two and a half hours or so. Um, I think it might be time to wrap it for tonight, but uh, definitely want to thank Alex for coming on to the show tonight. Yeah, no problem. No, it was fun. Yeah, glad you had a good time. Thanks so much for coming on. You were awesome. Yeah, it was a good time. It was worth staying up late past my bedtime. Hey. <laughs> Well, let's uh, let's get some of that sweet Sputnik booster going here again. Hell yeah, such a great album. Um, well, this has been another episode of Behind the Schemes. That was episode forty-one in the bag. It was a kick-ass time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fucking out, son. Live four nineteen twenty twenty-one, baby. Happy bicycle day. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, well, for me, it's Hitler's birthday already. <laughs> yeah, happy 420 to you. Oh, what? We got that here, too. Um, go to our website, BehindTheSchemes.com, S-C-H-3-M-3-S. You can check out our stream. It's The Scaly Show. Listen Mondays, 9.30, 10.30 Eastern. Call 612-263-SXXY. That's sexy. Why? Because... You just gotta, you gotta scream for us. Uh, Please. What else do we got? Check out our show notes at Substack. Zoso's Corner, Z-O-S-O-S Corner. Dot Substack.com, I think. I don't remember now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, our, our, our green room. Hashtag green room, IRC chat. Get in there, hang out with us. Lots of cool people. That's right. Uh, in that case, I've been Booberry, Mothman of the Miniocalypse. And I am uh, lavish, they say. Have a good night, everybody. Oh, God, we forgot a, a scream mail. We fucked up. We fucked up oh good. Oh, my. I know. Let's uh, let's play this last scream mail. Uh. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 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 no, man that's kind of a bummer you forgot that one that's hilarious i know well, we're gonna we're gonna fix it in post we'll fix it in post that's a winner yeah <laughs> oh it's good shit all right if you call in and you're in the chat room and we don't play your voicemail feel free to yell at us in the chat room and yeah we'll, stay on top of us you know get on top you are the producers and affiliates so just all right so guys know. i'm gonna i'm gonna tap out for the evening but thanks again for having me on absolutely well, anytime thanks for coming on yeah hope, uh, right. hope to talk to you soon yeah have a good night you too bye-bye no, it's not just
And uh, that wraps it for this episode, episode 41. Check us out, behindtheschemes.com.